Boats, let's go! Focus and finish! Boats loaded, man. Let's roll. Ron, I took my headsets off, and I don't remember ever being in a louder building in 25 years. Yo, what to be politically correct? I'm the unpolitically correct person. We whooped their Beckman is here. I am. Big news in college basketball. Kentucky is playing Detroit Mercy on the road. <laughs> Detroit Mercy. <laughs> uh, huge, uh, huge news. Obviously, the border war is back. I spent many an hour tweeting about it. Probably could have done something a little more productive. But I feel like being on brand is a little bit more better than is a little bit better than being productive sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Tweeted through that one. I, that came out of the... Talk about news out of nowhere. Like, nobody had that scoop. No. Nope. So, props to KU and MU for keeping that under wraps. Because when the exhibition game came out, like, they leaked it beforehand. There were leaks beforehand. Yeah, there was lots of smoke on that. Lots of smoke on that one. And this one was just like, they decided it was like... Was Wham, bam. Tuesday, Tuesday night or Monday, Monday. night. Monday night. Let's drop... Let's drop... A six games. Yeah, it's a big I think it's a pretty exciting. I have a theory on it, and we'll we'll get to that later. That's a it's a good theory. It's a conspiracy theory. Is <laughs> is it too soon to say Konzo got his first win over Bill Self and getting this game scheduled? Huge win by Konzo. So he's one and zero against Bill Self. Yeah, Konzo has bought himself a lot of good good grace. Also, Mizzou just needs to win one of these games, and I'll be fine. One and five. One, one and five. Six. One and six. Sorry. One and six. Yeah, go one and five. In, in these yeah, six games, yeah. and I'm great with it. Like I'm absolutely, it'll be all worth it uh, because I think that's like the ratio of what of games Mizzou beats Kansas in. But we make it count when we do. Kansas will be ranked number one when they when Mizzou beats them. That'll be great. I can't wait. Mizzou will have somebody go off for like 30 points. It'll be great. It'll be awesome. I can't wait. Or eight points in the final minute 20 of a game. Mm, God face bless Marcus Stedman. Yes, God bless him. Uh, we're a little breaking news: Patrick Mahomes out indefinitely, out out for the remainder of the game with a knee injury. <laughs> <laughs> he will not return. He will not return to tonight's game against the Broncos. Uh, obviously, Mahomes' biggest story in Kansas. Not anymore. Border war. I mean, that's how big the border war is in Kansas City. Is that took over the news cycle of Patrick Mahomes? Is he going to play or not? But then, but then Pat was back as the number one story. Correct. Quickly. It quickly cycled out. Uh, but I died. I was also out for the remainder of the Broncos game after that. I, Mentally. I can't tell you. Emotionally. You were in Denver. I was you in were Denver. on the scene, reporting on the scene. Well, reporting, this is, <laughs> reporting live from Denver six days ago. Mm-hmm. Um, the air came out of the stadium in Denver. And like... There were, all the Denver fans were basically like whispering, like it's Pat, it's oh, Pat, man. And I was like, I know it's Pat. Shut the fuck shut up. up. <laughs> I know who it is. I yeah. love him. Yeah, so we're in love. 
that just that shows you how important he is. Like, yeah, you can hate him, but this is football. Football just got hurt and is lying motionless on your field. Yeah, it was. Which is not a <laughs> statement on the Denver Broncos offense, but more on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it was a very sad moment, and uh, mm-hmm. I thought maybe he had like shattered an ankle. Cause, yeah, because I couldn't see. For the, one. When the helmet came off, I was like, man. Yeah. That's and he's not laying good. there, and like you see the, some of the Chiefs and the Broncos players like essentially running away mm-hmm. from looking at his leg. You're like, right. oh, well, we are good. completely fucked now. Literally the best case scenario in that scenario. How would you? Yeah. How would you like to be the guy tasked with putting Pat Mahomes' kneecap holding back in place? Literally the future of an in a, of the NFL in your hands. I'd be like, and no, like, thank you. Yeah, the people were tweeting out the video of like the rugby player slapping his knee back into place <laughs> like five years ago. I'm glad Pat did not try that yeah. uh, and let a medical professional, licensed medical professional, uh, handle that. Also, let's show some some appreciation for the behind the scenes guys. That dude was out there very quickly. Yeah, uh, and popped that bad boy right into place. And he was just like, let's fucking do it. Yep. And I would have been like, no, thank you. Who's, he who wants saw to exactly this? what was going on, and he said, oh, we need to reset your kneecap. You're going to feel a slight pinch, and it'll be fine. And that's exactly what he said. But it's, what, it's, it is literally said? one of those injuries. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is one of those injuries where, like, time is of the essence, and, like, the longer your knee is like that and the longer your body is trying to readjust it, mm-hmm. you can, like, legitimately tear every single tendon in your knee. I didn't know that. Yep. I do love how who who was he on top of, Ryder? Never heard of her. <laughs> uh, he was on top of an offensive lineman. So like Wiley, didn't it play. was a, it was it was not a funny image by any means, but it was just like he he's like rolling back and forth on top of his lineman. His lineman's probably like, "What the hell is going?" Well, on? Well, did you hear what he said? He what? was like, he was like, I, I just wanted this guy to get off of me, and then I someone told me it was Pat and he was hurt, and I just I said, I'm just gonna lay completely still. <laughs> That's the team. Yeah. The, literal, the literal team on your back. Blake Bell said, in the athletic, it said, Blake Bell clapped his hands and only said one word, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah. Uh, and followed, like, literally that was an immediate jump up on my ca- up from my couch, surrender Cobra, uh-huh. and start pacing. Yeah. Like, and then saw him. Number one, he's he's not human. No. We he said we were going to talk about the border war. We're just talking about Patrick Mahomes. We'll yeah, get to the we'll border, get to the border uh, war. This is <laughs> border war is so important to Kansas City. And obviously, then we're just going to talk about Patrick Mahomes. We literally talked about minutes. talking about that first <laughs> seconds before we started. Anyway, this. Uh, yeah, but Mahomes' knee uh, is very important to all of us, and both of them, both of them are very important uh, to me. This is. <clears throat> I mean, he's he's just not human at all. Like, he is practicing already. I don't think he's going to play. I don't think he should play. Surely For not. at least... Let's give him two weeks. Two weeks. At least. I'm sorry. <laughs> I jumped in there. <laughs> no, two but weeks. I, but I would agree 100% with that because he already has... He, like, his legs are... He, I'm ready to chop mine off and just give them to him. Yeah. And he's like, gonna be sorely disappointed with my legs. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Like my long gangly legs, he's gonna be like, where did all my awesome leg muscles go? I'm, uh, <laughs> who gave me McGannon's legs? Uh 
he's he he is like he's a freak like you immediately i was like well worst case scenario like maybe we'll get him back or best case scenario maybe we'll get him back for the playoffs yeah like he didn't get carted off but it is a gruesome injury dislocated kneecap dislocated anything i don't want that no ever no it sounds terrible did you hear after he got x-rays and he said he wanted to go back in the game. Like, they were negative. I mean, like, so did I. He's I like, wanted him to go back into the game also. <laughs> he's like, can I, so I can go back, right? I'm no. Like, no. You, you have to have an MRI. Yeah. Pat. Your knee dislocated itself. Like, <laughs> air on the side of caution here. So I'm glad. Uh, this allows him. It's not, it's not an easy stretch of schedule. I wish we could have the Patriots schedule right about now. You know, that'd be nice. That's a whole different thing. I don't even want to well, go down that work. road. We know. Let's stay on the rails here. Uh, he needs to get back to 100% with all of his injuries the, before I'm even comfortable with him back on the field. We could. Uh, there is one positive, and he gets to uh, rehab the ankle mm-hmm. without playing on it, without practicing fully Can on you it. rehab the ankle along with the knee at the same time is my question. I would assume yes. Okay. But I don't know. They are attached to the same... Limb. Last I checked. <laughs> um, God damn it. <laughs> but he gets to get that well because it was getting mm-hmm. beat up every single week. Yeah, it's Not just well, like, well, better. Also, it just felt like he was heading towards something like this happening. Yeah. I, like, he looked hobbled. He did not look right. And for me, like, this is a great. I mean, it's a blessing, maybe a blessing in disguise a little bit. That It is a blessing in disguise. He gets to be 100%. I mean, the division is garbage. The division's terrible. Like, you do not need to rush him back. You do not need to go 12-4. and four. You can win with him anywhere. Like, mm-hmm. we saw last year, home field advantage. It doesn't really matter that it much. It hasn't mattered this year at all. No. So, and some, I think it was the Border Patrol guys were talking about how the NFL, it's like, yeah, it was Sam Mellinger on the Border Patrol saying that NFL teams are winning more now on the road than ever. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it really matters, like especially when you have a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes. If you're hoping on a wing and a prayer for Alex Smith to take you to the Super Bowl, then yeah, maybe it does matter. Yeah. But with a quarterback like him, I say hold him out as long as possible. Hold him out beyond the bye. Then he has a full month plus one week to recover. Yeah. Plus Andy off the bye. Andy off the bye. And, like, let's not get it twisted. Andy Reid has had much worse quarterback situations. Well, this might be his worst quarterback situation right now. Yeah. Matt but, Moore. But, like. But is, he's he, Andy. Yeah, he's Andy. Andy. He took Michael Vick, who had not played, who was in prison for three years, and took him to near MVP status. Uh, he took Kevin Cobb to the playoffs. Yep. Won a game with Nick Foles a couple years ago against a very good Jaguars team. Did he play for? Did Nick Foles play for Andy? Man, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Oh, for the Chiefs. Oh, for he the came Chiefs. In, yeah, yeah, he came in when Alex was hurt. Yeah, yeah. Um, and one played against the Jags. Yeah. Also, I stat of the game for Sunday night: Aaron Rodgers own one at Arrowhead. Matt Moore one and zero at Arrowhead. Just saying. Play play the percentages on that one. Yeah. So if you're betting that game, history shows. History shows that Matt Moore, you you sent these stats to that game. Was it 2011? Uh, yes. Oh, God. It was a 31-3 thrashing by Matt Moore and the Miami Dolphins. The Chiefs almost had him. <laughs> the, you know, the ball did not bounce the Chiefs' way that day. Who was it that caught the passes? Was it 
Do- Steve Breston? Donnie Avery? Like, just... The, I don't know. One of those guys caught, like, seven balls for, like, 100 yards. Yeah. Something. It was ugly. Yeah, not great. Well, 2011 wasn't really... Was that the year we almost went to the playoffs, though? Where Rack... Where Cornell took over halfway through the season? Yeah, it was. Took over halfway through the season for... Yeah, because 2012 was the dumpster fire. Yes, that Romeo... Yeah, not a great season by any means. Uh, and then Andy took over the next year and took a two-win team to the playoffs with Alex Smith. So, so yeah, like let's not get too bent out of shape about our quarterback situation. Were the Aaron Rodgers, Matt Moore starts then the same year at Arrowhead? I believe it was Kyle Orton. Uh, yeah. yeah, Kyle Orton beating the undefeated Packers, yes. that are like thirteen and zero Packers, <laughs> yes. not like the five and zero Packers. Right. That was awesome. That was one of those what games. A year. What a year! What a memorable season that was. <laughs> we. Uh, that's one of those games where. You, the season is so lost, but you're just, like, begging for them to give you anything. Yeah. It's like, you know what would be cool? I know there's not much of a chance of it. Beat this undefeated team. That's how I spent most of my seasons as a sports fan. It's like, this season just is so lost. Give me Let anything. me enjoy this one. Just let me have one. Just keep me coming back for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. And then Brady Quinn was the starter the next year. Mm. Mm. That was just dark days. We deserve Patrick Mahomes. If there's anything that I'm, I'm sure of... <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs fans deserve Patrick Mahomes. Now I'm thinking Pat should start this game this week just because <laughs> we deserve him so much. When Matt Moore came in the game, it was like bad, shitty QB PTSD like kicking in with me. Like a guy who is a statue in the pocket and can barely throw the ball 30 yards. Yeah, I was like, oh, this feels this feels right almost. <laughs> yeah. Is this, is this a little comfort? It, was, it, was, uh, it wasn't disturbing. It was almost comforting. The nice thing about the Pat injury is that I have not felt nervous about the Packers game at all this week, mm-hmm. which is nice. Yeah, it was like going out. Uh, seeing, uh, sorry to go back to that, but it was like seeing an old friend at a bar, and then like ten minutes later, they're blackout drunk. You're like, oh yeah, that's why I don't hang out with them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly how it was watching that. But Matty Dimes, all you really need is that 55 yard touch and a great throw to Tyreek. So that's he's gonna, earned, that's he's the, earned the benefit win. of the doubt. Um, he's fine. He's fine. You don't expect him to win. He might pull something out of his ass. Yeah. Uh, I thought uh, the Chiefs were encouraging on defense. They what changed some things up. Yeah. Which is a... Uh, that's called an adjustment. Yeah. Uh, which we have not seen and did not see. No. It looks like they got told they were shitty. Mm-hmm. And Spags was like, all right. I'm going to do something different. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reggie Ragland looked like a different football player out there. Yeah, he needs to be in the game more often uh, uh, than not. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Well, or just use him like that as much as they used him like that, I suppose. Yeah. He played like 30% of snaps or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, and I I, I mean, he, he and Hitchens were fantastic. Yes. Um, the pass rush showed up. Pass rush showed up. Frank Clark, just a... Bully the entire game. Um, I mean, just everybody. It was Okafor. Okafor was just in Flacco's kitchen, which is more like a kitchenette. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> you can do a lot of damage in a <laughs> small amount of space. Uh, so I just also the Broncos are very bad, but you gotta start somewhere. You have to start somewhere. They held them to six points and just completely dominated them. Forced turnovers after that first drive. Philip Lindsay was. did was not 
able to do anything, and he's a pretty good running back. Let's call it encouraging. Yeah. Is that fair? Very. I don't know what they're going to do against Rodgers. Mm. Kind of just have to pray this week. You sure do. Maybe hit him. Hit him a few times. Pray for the offense and the defense. Maybe he makes a mistake, but he just does not. Like, and hope that the Chiefs should flip the script. How do you beat Aaron Rodgers and just do exactly what the Texans did? Just run the ball. Just run the ball. Daryl Williams, 20 carries. Let's go. Can you imagine um, Andy Reid trying to, like, just run the ball as much as possible? There will be just a shot of him on the sideline, like, shaking. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Mad because he can't throw the ball 40 times a game. scratching himself. Yes, breaking out. Give me the drugs. (laughs) Sweating. Yeah. Well, that's that's where we are. Uh, The – I would have – if if he would have been out for the season, I would have legitimately been sad. I mean, I would have just checked out, to be yep. honest with you. Yeah. Not uh, – if, if, if Pat isn't the quarterback – listen, this happened right after the game, uh, and ra- the debate raged on for mm-hmm. the night and then the next day of they need a better quarterback, backup quarterback – and it doesn't matter. Mm-mm. If Pat isn't your quarterback, it doesn't matter. You could have whatever goddamn backup you can think of. Yep. If it's not Pat, it doesn't matter. It, Matt Moore could go could go completionless yep. for the next two games, and if they brought him back next year to be the backup again, I'd be like, that's fine. doesn't yep. matter. Mm-hmm. You could put me as the backup quarterback, mm-hmm. and it would matter as much. You sure about that? No. <laughs> I agree. I think when you have a top three quarterback ever. <laughs> Maybe of all time. <laughs> when you have a top three quarterback, I just it does not matter. Like, when you think about the bottom, number one, the bottom half of NFL quarterbacks, starters in the league, and then, like, so, like, quarterbacks 15 through 60, zero difference. Yeah. Like, zero difference between – I would even go as far up to 100. Like – they're all the same guys. They've all been taught the exact same thing. They all have borderline the same talent. He's an immo- it's an immobile white guy. Yep. Who uh, who has been running the same offense for like since he was in sixth grade. Yeah. And knows all the verbiage and is smart. Not an idiot. Yeah. Like that's pretty much what that's you need. Pretty much. There's a reason why Chase Daniel is like still in the league because he shows up to work and the coach can feel comfortable calling plays with him in there. Yeah. Like that's really that's really it. Charlie Whitehurst. Exactly. Clipboard Jesus. Like you will just you it is what it is. Just I, look just look uh marginally handsome. Yeah. And I yeah. And know the place. I wish every backup quarterback was Willie Beeman. Like I wish we lived in that world. Right. Where every quarterback was just a guy who needed a chance. And turns out it's not. They're all the Matt Moores and Chad Henneys of the world. Yeah, people are like, will Chad Henney be back? It's like, these are the same person. I don't know. <laughs> the exact same person. You could throw uh, Kyle Shermer in there. Yep. Uh, Tyler Bray, bring him back. He's going to be the exact same guy. Where's Chase Litton? Put that guy in there. Yep. It's going to look the goddamn same. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. If Pat's not there, just stop worrying about it. Just right. let it go. Yep. The best quote ever is, if Pat goes down, we're fucked, and we don't practice fucked. Yes. That's the best backup quarterback quote ever. Yes. Or if you have two quarterbacks, you got no quarterback. So that's just... Yeah, that's the same thing, though. Yep, exact same thing. Like, the backup quarterback is just going to be shit. That's just... That Tom Moore quote may be my favorite quote of all time. It's great. It's great. Uh, Border war. 
back on finally the opening segment. And we are also <laughs> back on it. Yeah. Uh, border War back. Huge. The first two games are KU home games, which I thought were, was interesting. And then the last two games are Mizzou home games, which I also thought was interesting. Are they uh, doing a neutral one? They're doing two, two neutral sites. Two neutral the first sites. one is one. KU at Sprint Center, at Allen, at Mizzou, at Allen, at Mizzou, at Sprint Center. Mizzou is the home team in the last one. Whew. So it's weird. It's a weird setup. Um, number one, I'm just happy to have it back. Like, yes. let's get this out of the way. Like, Mizzou and Kansas fans love being at each other's throats on, on the internet mm-hmm. and in real life sometimes. Yeah. Um, but for me, like, it's just such an important thing to have back in Kansas City because it's just better. Like, it's like the very foundation of our sports identity is are you an MU fan or are you a KU fan? Yeah. Are you a Missouri person or are you a Kansas person? Like, they're, they are two distinctly separate, like, cultures mm-hmm. and people. Like, I can peg someone for a Kansas fan just like I can peg someone for somebody from St. Louis. Yes. Like, it is, like, I can see right through it. Yeah, and if you are a fan, Mizzou or Kansas, who says, I don't care. You're you're, full of shit. You're a liar. Or you're a baby. Yeah. Who has never seen the two of them play. Not like a, not like acting like a baby. You are a, a, a baby baby. You've just been born. You're a literal baby. <laughs> You're a little, a literal <laughs> baby or a toddler. Uh, yeah, I mean, just, just embrace it. Mm-hmm. At Mizzou left. It was seven years ago. Yeah. Shut up. Stop crying. And let's just play basketball yeah. and hate each other. Exactly. And you know what? I, I, I just, I think KU's a little jealous that they did not get to go to the SEC with us. That's or, just or my anywhere. Opinion. Or anywhere. They're still stuck. You know. With their shitty boyfriend, and you know that's that's fine. With the dumb football league that makes no sense, that's fine. You guys are still there. Their idea, the reason the the reason that here's my here's my hot take on it. Okay, I'm just gonna get my jabs in while I can okay. against Kansas because we are still in separate conferences. But I I just feel like this needs to be revisited every single time this argument comes up that KU gets mad that Mizzou left. The plan that Kansas came, because it was going to be a package deal. Like, mm-hmm. That's documented. The suggestion at Can- that Kansas came up with was, let's go to the Big East, which also does not exist anymore. Yeah. So, great idea. And Mizzou basically like laughed them out of the room. Like, no, like, no we're not going to go from our conference that's falling apart to another one that's falling apart. That all the other teams play... 1,500 miles away from us. That doesn't make any sense. Right. The failure of this rivalry to continue was a failure of imagination by KU to not be like, fuck it, let's go after the – let's try and get in with the Big Ten. Nebraska went. Maybe they want two more. Mm-hmm. Or let's try the Pac-12. Let's uh, Colorado went to the Pac-12. Let's just keep the train rolling east. I, I just – I feel like that is the reason that K, KU did not think big enough in terms of conference realignment – and that's why Mizzou was like, well, we're just, you know, Mizzou wanted to go to the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. I don't think KU wanted to go to the Big Ten. And I think that when Mizzou was like, and then KU was just like, well, culturally, like, I don't think we're a very good fit in the SEC. Agreed. See you later. Agreed. Bye. Peace. <laughs> we hate you that much. Like, we don't need you. So I think that's the the harsh reality was Mizzou thought that they did not need Kansas and in reality, they didn't because they went by themselves to the SEC and have 
on the whole, thrived in the yeah. SEC. Maybe yeah. with the exception of basketball, which has been kind of a disaster. But not really. But you the won the SEC East twice. Yeah. I mean, they. Frank Haith was a disaster, and then Kim Anderson was another disaster, and now Conzo's trying to turn the thing around. But I think this is such a massive step in the right direction for both schools. It just right. makes sense. Like, Iowa State doesn't move the needle for KU fans. No. K-State. K-State. Maybe. But you're the, you're, you're the same people. In my, and in my mind. K-State has always been, like, the little brother. Mm-hmm. I, even if they're better at football... Like, they're dealing every year with Kansas being the in the same state mm-hmm. and always better at basketball. Mm-hmm. I mean, 95% of the time. Whereas Mizzou is your your neighbor. Like, you... Yeah. Like, you fought a war against them. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that's, like, where K-State... Yeah, it's like a neighborly rival with, mm-hmm. with K-State. Whereas Mizzou, when Mizzou comes into Lawrence, it's like, these people actually fucking hate us and... If given the opportunity, would kill us. <laughs> Maybe if it was not against the law, there would be there would be deaths. Yeah, there and, absolutely. Would. Yes. So I, I feel like <clears throat> the hatred runs that deep between the two schools and the two states, for that matter. Mm-hmm. The, I mean, I just think it's a perfect. The fact that they're going to open it at Sprint Center is amazing. You and I were at the game two years ago. Like one of the coolest sporting events. That didn't even count. Yeah, one of the coolest sporting events I've ever been to. Michael Porter Jr.'s debut in a Missouri jersey, one of his three games in the <laughs> season <Jersey>. finale. <laughs> <laughs> the first and last game with Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> Full game. Uh, yeah, that was the only time we saw 100 percent Michael Porter Jr. and he went off for like 20 points. It was like a bad was awesome. 20 points. Yeah, yeah he, didn't, was, he shot I, like 30 percent. I was and still, so excited. It was great. Boy, how the Titans have changed. In Tide, two years, the times, times the tides have turned. Uh, but I, I just think Mizzou is not complete without Kansas, and Kansas is not complete without Mizzou. Yes. like it's just it's Batman and Joker. They hate each By other. By the way, Joker versus Batman Night at the Kansas City Mavericks, November second. <laughs> nice plug. There we go. Uh, it is. It's just they like, hate each other and they need each other. It, Mizzou is the Joker. Like we're always going to get beat. We're always going to get beat by Kate. We're never going to win at Allen Fieldhouse. But we're, sometimes. But sometimes we're going to get the jump on you. Sometimes the Joker <laughs> uh, blows a nineteen-point lead. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, that's I'm more than happy playing that role because it's the best villain ever, and I love like you. We'll get you next time, Kansas. Yeah. So help me God. Mizzou fans have like been saying for seven years, like, please kick our ass like four straight years and let us and then we'll win one. Yeah. Like we're we're perfectly fine. Thank with you, that. sir. May I have another? I'll yeah. be mad. I'll, I'll be mad. I'll be angry. But I know. I know for a, a, we're gonna cut we're gonna we're gonna catch the bully in the mouth. Just one with a clean shot. Yeah. Just once. So are the wins worth more to Mizzou fans than they are to KU because we Yes, only absolutely. Win. I just feel like that's why we're that's but here's the here's the thing it means so much I feel like it is a perfect like one-sided rivalry except from football which I'm hoping is coming down the pike next Mm -hmm. even though Kansas is but I think with less miles I think that would be perfect I think it would be awesome yeah um as long as he's still there. Sure. Yikes uh I think it is the perfect symbiotic relationship because Kansas is like Oh, thank God we beat Mizzou. Yeah, they have to... T- There's they, some relief. They have to do a... Yeah, that, it's never... It's never... Like, they can never... It's like, here comes shitty, shitty old Mizzou. Just <laughs> rumbling down I-70. 
with their white trash fans and you know we love you know and and here we are our you know very buttoned up prim and proper just tradition coming out of every orifice of our of our school and then Mizzou comes in and like if you they have to sweat one out yeah it's it's always that's I think that is the enjoyment that I get uh, out of the rivalry is Mm -hmm. that I know Kansas fans will be miserable for every second that yes. Mizzou is either winning or at least in the game. Yeah. Like, I, the only solace that I take is uh, in that Mizzou game, the last one at Allen in 2012, the Thomas Robinson block. Foul. Block. Block. I'm doing, was I'm that doing for airports. Was that for 32 minutes, Kansas fans were absolutely miserable? Yeah, that is the that is or for the two minutes that Mizzou is leading and right off the bat five to two mm-hmm. they're absolutely miserable and they want to like pull their hair out. Yeah, that's the enjoyment that I, that's like that's it's just it is the perfect rivalry. It's just the perfect rivalry because it's not like UNC Duke. It is Kansas is Mizzou's great and worthy opponent. They are close to a blue blood. I we give them a lot of shit, but like that's. To be a rival with a traditional power like that uh-huh. is almost like it's a badge of honor. Yeah. And it's like, we pester the shit out of you. We have nowhere near the prestige that you do. But once, we twice almost, a year. We, yeah, we almost Twice a year. Win. Yep. Twice a year, your ass is in the jackpot. Yeah. And if you lose to us, it, ru- it ruin in your year. Yeah. Yep. And so I think that is the... but. And when Mizzou loses to Kansas, it's like, eh, they're number four in the country and have we're fine. all I'm five fine. stars. Like, that's great. We're going to make a run in the SEC tournament. It's fine. I can't wait to get another I say that now, and then I'm just going to be, like, throwing my furniture off my balcony. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> in the moment, December 12th I like next year. A, I act like an asshole. But. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think the Batman and Joker comparison is the perfect one. I do, and Mizzou fans, no one will ever accuse Mizzou fans of having an inflated sense of self-worth. No, <laughs> we hate ourselves. That's the other thing too. Mizzou fans hate themselves more than Kansas could ever hate. Yes, like that's the beautiful part of it. But the immediate rallying cry behind the entire fan base is like, "Oh, we're playing Kansas. Like we can't hate ourselves this week. Like we can't. Yeah. We we have to. Like we need the good vibes. We're like, actually once, good. We're yeah. five and thirteen. We're fine. We're great. You know what? It's great because if we're even down less than ten points at halftime. Yeah. They're miserable for the 20 minutes We're of halftime. We're building time. in moral victory. Yes. <laughs> and I, I just, I feel like that's great. And it's, it is just a, it's, it's a, it's a perfect rivalry. It is, it's not like there's never, there's rarely stakes to it. It's just like, if we win that one, the season is made. Yes. Yep. And it, I think in terms of the program, it's great for Mizzou to have that on the, on the schedule. Mm-hmm. It's like, Number one, Mizzou is now playing KU and Illinois in the same month, which is like that's awesome. December is now college basketball month for me, which is exciting. Um, now we'll have to care before January. I know the season now actually shit. I need to change my entire calendar. <laughs> basketball season actually starts earlier in December now. It does not start for bragging rights. And maybe you know that's kind of maybe that's a little gamesmanship there by Kansas. It's like hmm. We're actually Illinois. You think they're listening to the Let, podcast and they're like, they think basketball season starts. This is the official podcast of Illinois men's basketball. So That's yeah. true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm really thrilled um, to have this rivalry back. It means a lot to me, obviously. 
means a lot to everybody. It's good to have it back. Uh, I the funny thing about Monday when they announced mm-hmm. it is there was like a half hour of Mizzou and KU fans going back and forth, which I had missed. They hadn't we hadn't quite gone back and forth mm-hmm. like that in five six years. That's great, and then at the same time, we're also like. Okay, but now we have to all get back to Pat. Yeah. <laughs> like, but we're all still Team Pat. Still hate you, but also like Pat. Yeah, but let's talk about this now for a second. Yes. Yeah. That's, uh, that's the other part, the great part about the rivalry. Yeah. Is like, so, so enough, enough of that. Yeah. Here's my conspiracy. All right. Okay, here we go. The, 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 the conspiracy theory is that Kansas scheduled this game. Notice, if you'll notice on my diagram here, the fans can <laughs> the listeners cannot see. I'm looking. Okay. I see it. You will see that Kansas has scheduled the first two games of this series. renewed rivalry series. Yep. Hopefully a continuous series, not just six years. Mm-hmm. The first game is a Kansas home game open to – only Kansas season ticket holders get first dibs on it. Okay. And then it opens up to Missouri season ticket holders. And then the next year it is in Allen Fieldhouse – the game will only be accessible to season ticket holders. Theory is Kansas knows something's coming down the pike from the NCAA, mm-hmm. a la postseason ban or Bill Self going to prison. Hopefully Which he should. should. <laughs> I mean, fair punishment, quite honestly. Taking $5,000 from Adidas every year. Big deal. I, I would maybe Guantanamo. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just throw, him, throw away the key. Uh... But anyway, my thought is, like, Kansas felt this is total conjecture. Actually, no, this is true. This is 100 <laughs> You just pretzel yourself in record <laughs> time. This is, this this is, is what's exactly, no, this is true. exactly what is happening right now. Kansas has <laughs> scheduled Mizzou to ensure they still are making money from season tickets and do not have to drop prices. They won't lose their shirt when they get a two-year postseason ban from the NCAA. People will be forced to buy season tickets if they want to see – this rivalry renewed. That's my crackpot theory. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not great. No, it's it's. It's also listen, not false. It's not your worst theory <laughs> of all time. Good. So, it's not a high I'll bar. Take it. But you cleared it. Yeah. Uh, I my, stepped over it. I did say on Monday. Uh, it's a similar line of thinking. The allegations are so bad, Bell Self had to schedule six games against Mizzou. <laughs> like, the, the one thing he didn't want to do. Yeah. Um, I th- Yeah, I think that's the other interesting part is that this, like, Bill, Bill Self adamantly, for years, we will never play Mizzou. Yeah. And the only reason that they played him in that hurricane relief game was to raise money for a recruit's hometown. Like... I don't even think it was for a recruit. I think it was just, just out of the good nature. The hurricane. Of okay, raising money for the good people of not for the hurricane. Uh, yeah. <laughs> raising the good, raising money for the good people of South Texas affected by a hurricane. Um, yeah, I thought just I think it's a very. I don't think it's. I think it's. I think it's. I don't. It's not far fetched to think that Kansas was like we actually need something big on the schedule because, I mean, we're not Some really going to have much to. Yeah, we're not really going to have much to play for. Uh huh. In the next couple of years, and we need a reason. We need a showcase, basically, because that game is going to be ESPN Big Monday. Mm-hmm. Is the twelfth of Monday? I haven't even looked at. I've just been so excited. Do I know it. what day December twelfth is next year? No, I don't. I barely even know what day next week is. <laughs> it's, it's all seven of them, Brian. Yeah. Okay, uh, <laughs> that's good. Good point. 
Uh, yeah, but that is going to, without a doubt, be nationally televised. Dickie V. You don't think that'll be on the Longhorn Network or 38th of Spot? No, I don't think so. Or online pay-per-view. <laughs> I do not believe so. <laughs> I believe that will be Holly Rowe on the sidelines, Dickie V. I mean, the whole... Shebang. The whole shebang. Biggest college basketball game in Kansas City history. In Kansas City history? Even bigger than four national championship games. <laughs> I mean, it's Flaudatorium and Kipper Arena. Um, yeah, I, overall, it's just like, it's so great. I'm just very happy. I'm very excited. It's just like... It's a weird sense. Like, just the purest hatred has just been reignited in the deepest, darkest recesses of my heart. It's great. It's great. It, it was a great feeling. It was, I, a, it, was a, it was an old feeling. I'd gotten a little used to, like, not having to play Kansas mm-hmm. and not having to get worried about it. About getting, It's like a just, whole it's – a, it's a different level of stress that I just had not – It's like it's like when – I'm trying to think of the best. Oh, it's like when Darth Vader like realizes that uh, Obi Wan is on the ship with him. With him in the first star, you're you're totally lost. Yeah, yeah. some listeners will get this, <laughs> but it's like Darth Vader's like I'm sensing something I haven't felt in many years, and it's just like I know exactly what he's talking about. Yeah, right I wish now. I knew exactly what you're watch doing. a Star War, all of them. Just one Just more? one. Just watch the first one. Right. And you'll people be will probably get that. Almost yes, people everyone. will get it. It's it's literally like Darth Vader realizing that Obi-Wan is on the Death Star. That's what that's just it's just reignited. I love it. Yeah, it's great. Sort of it's great. Super anyway, relatable. back to Mizzou hating itself more than they and Kansas could possibly ever hate oh, us. I forgot we had to talk about this. <laughs> Mizzou football, like I I don't want to say ruining the season because they're still in the driver's seat. For, but they kinda ruined it. Yeah, but I mean, they can still go to the SEC championship game, well, in theory. Here's a question, and uh, Mizzou, like, has pissed down their leg twice this season, mm-hmm. and the NCAA has had two opportunities to, to like, drop that ruling, mm-hmm. if they're going to, and say the bull ban exists still, mm-hmm. and they refuse to do it. At the most optimal time for them, mm-hmm. while Mizzou is down, and I don't understand. Yep. And we were supposed to know by now. I'm getting very frustrated by this. Yeah. Even though I'm starting to feel the season slip a little bit, it's only been one game, but it's only one game, and it was not a death sentence. Like, yeah, Georgia lost to South Carolina at home. Like, the people are having people are struggling around the SEC. I, like, it's it's fine. But Vanderbilt was so Vanderbilt bad. so bad. Um, but also, here's my pretzel, okay. is that Mizzou always plays really well when Barry Odom, when people want Barry Odom to get fired. So November. It's almost November. It is. So That's a good point. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's, I guess that's the saving grace is that the last two years Mizzou has been phenomenal in November. Just beating the pants off of everybody. The worst part is knowing that this was going to happen. You just didn't think here's it was going to happen. Here's what's absolutely going to happen. Mizzou goes into this is again, this is exactly what's going to happen. The most, in my mind, the most Mizzou thing to ever happen will happen, always. The most Mizzou thing to happen will be Mizzou gets right against Kentucky. They go into Athens. They beat Georgia. They beat Florida, and then they lose to Arkansas, or they beat Tennessee and then lose to Arkansas. Yeah, that would be about right. That would be the most Mizzou thing that could happen. And then you're nine and three, and people are like. 
was it a good season? Yeah. <laughs> and you can be like, well, it's an improvement over last year, but you lost to Wyoming, Vanderbilt, and Arkansas. And if you were undefeated, you probably, even if you go to the SEC championship game at that point, th- this is such a pretzel right now. Just, Even if you go to the SEC championship game and you lose to an Alabama or LSU, you're maybe still considered for the college football playoff, as we've seen in years past. That would be the most infuriating thing, where they win the games they are not supposed to win and lose games that they like had 95% chance of winning. I think the worst part of this loss is knowing, like you said, that there's another Mizzouing coming. Yes. Like, this is not the end of it. Mm-hmm. This is merely the middle of it. Whether it's blowing, like, a fourth-quarter lead against Georgia or, um, like, them shitting in their hand against Tennessee. Yeah, Some, so, something, uh, something else is coming. Yeah. I mean, it's just they're, they're going to bring us back in, and it's going to be like, they were fine. The Vanderbilt loss, like, whatever. We're headed to Atlanta, baby. Or it's they went out, and then the NCAA comes back. They're like, hmm. We're sorry. You, you actually you don't get to play in the SEC championship you think game. That's the voice they talk. That is indeed the exact voice. Whenever the NCAA comes out with a, you know, here's actually the uh, the seedings for the NCAA tournament. Mm, oh, you guys won your conference tournament and like you won thirty games. You're a two seed and you're gonna play Norfolk State, who has the best three point shooter in the country. Fuck you. I'm glad you're not so hung up on that. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly how they talk. That's exactly how the NCAA talks. Uh, and they should be punched in the face. Repeatedly. Uh, how bad was Mizzou, though, on Saturday? Really bad. Just, like, they couldn't get anything going. And, like, I get that you're playing on a poopy day in Nashville in the worst stadium. The worst Power 5 stadium in the country. How about of all time? All time. Vanderbilt, worst Power 5 stadium in the country. Like, disgusting. It's just a big... It's, like, made out of cinder blocks. I just don't know how they lost that game. I don't either. Like, how do you lose to Van... The line was 21 and a half. Bad news. They got beat by, what, UNLV? They got blowed out. Yeah. Just blowed. And then Derek Mason got to stand on the field and, like, make a dumb speech as a 2-5 and coach. Who probably is going to be fired in three weeks. I hate football. Jesus It's Christ. just, the, like, not a great week of football. Let's be honest. If I'm being honest, it was not a great week of football. What was uh, worse, the Pat injury or Mizzou losing to Vanderbilt? Well, the Pat injury in the moment was literally the worst moment of my life. After the MRI. You know, oh. Pat, you know Pat is going to be okay, mm-hmm. but he's still dislocated. He's, still, he's in he... discomfort, which upsets me personally. Yes. <laughs> Knowing that he's hurting. I'd like, I'd like to he's go like, He's like my baby. He's like, like me taking a baby to the doctor and be like, Please fix him. <laughs> so I, I just want Brittany to be like, uh, I'm just getting tired of massaging his knee. Could you come do it? And I'd be like, absolutely. Great. When uh, do you need me there? I have some CBD cream. It's going to be great. <laughs> We're going to get him fixed up real nice. Don't worry. That's all he's been doing is just CBD Rubbing cream. Rubbing CBD cream all over his leg. That'd be great. Um, I mean, here's like, I expect the worst when it comes to Mizzou. Like, I know better than to get optimistic about anything. Which is why I'm saying just please beat Kansas once in the next six years. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so I feel like that was expect. Like all my friends are texting me like during the game, and they're like, "What the fuck is going on? This is bullshit." And I'm just like, "Have you never watched this? It? Had to have at least been a possibility in your mind. Yeah, at least. Just it, it's just the way it is. That's just who we are as people. It's just it. At least we have Kansas. 
Again, play Kansas. We play Kansas. I, everybody else can have them. Yeah. <laughs> we just need them one day a year. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> literally like just that's that, the re- 364, well, 365 days this year. It's the next year. It's a leap year. Wow. Thank fun, you. For fun that. fact. Uh, so we will need them 365 days a year. We won't need them 365 <laughs> days a year next year. Mizzou, it will be eight consecutive years. Mizzou needing Kansas. Oh, shit. Still I'm not, not, you know what? Calendar math. Hey, n- still not a math, math. <laughs> still not a math podcast. After oh, the hiatus, still not a math man. podcast. We yeah. didn't work on it at all. Rough. Rough. Anyway, fuck Kansas is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> we don't need you. We just need you this one day a year, the next six years. Anyway, the nice but it's thing good is to have you back Mizzou, for that one day a year. Mizzou only has to go to Kansas twice. Yeah. And Kansas has to play in Missouri four times. Yeah. So that's our that's so we've got Conzo gets Bill Self to cave. That's one win. And now Mizzou, and another win in one of those six games. That's two wins. Two wins, and then another win that they only have to go to Kansas twice, and four times they get to play Missouri. So Mizzou already leads this series. We already three. won the series. Yes, six to zero. <laughs> we we already won. <laughs> yeah, no three. Again, not a math <laughs> podcast, but I'm pretty sure Mizzou has already won the series. I barely counted to three, and you're like six. <laughs> <laughs> Count it. The bucket counts. So yeah, so Mizzou will enter the new series. So we do, here's we've already solved the problem. We don't even have to play the games. We've already Mizzou's Cancel. already won. Cancel the games. Mizzou wins on default. Technicality. Boom. Roasted. Suck it, Kansas. Got him. Spec anything else? No. Let's just <laughs> let's not let let's let next week be not as sad. Yes. We can only go up from here. Yeah. Oh, it's God, not, no, it's not the depth. I mean, it's not the the depths of despair. It was just not a great football. Not game. a great week. Let's just have another. You know what? Let's get a good night's sleep, and and get back at it next week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That was it for this episode of the Dogcast. That's it. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you